Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello from Las Vegas. Today, you're going to meet folks from around the world. Up first, you'll meet perhaps the longest and most famous electronic music group in the world, Juno Reactor. The founder and leader, Ben Watkins, will share his excitement of coming to Las Vegas with the hopes of perhaps turning it into a residency. You'll also meet Kelly Shabari, the marketing, public relations, and events director over at the Erotic Heritage Museum. It's not porn, but it's also not a place to bring the kids. One place the whole family will love is the Shinta Family Show in downtown Las Vegas. I caught up with the leader, Frankie Shinta, who talks about how the show has evolved since the death of his brother. You'll also hear from Brett Maley and his Vegas Art Minute and your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. At last. Welcome to you. As you no doubt have guessed, I am Morpheus. If you're a fan of electronic music or simply want to witness one of the all-time great music shows ever, you'll want to be in Las Vegas on August 11th when Juno Reactor is performing at Caesars Palace. And we have one of the great collaborators that put this together, Ben Watkins of Juno Reactor. Ben, uh, what an interesting thing. What an opportunity for folks in Las Vegas to see this. I understand when you decided to do this way back in the 1990s, uh, it was a question of you wanted to take the music, which was just changing at the time, and bringing a whole different line of genres in. Was that the idea behind it? Um, I think when I started it, I didn't really have any particular plan, apart from just to write sort of new music. There wasn't really any genres of sort of electronic music in those days, particularly and what we were starting was really quite new and um, it didn't really have any rules or any boundaries. And so by coming from that sort of area of electronic music, I've always sort of stayed with that mentality that there aren't any boundaries to what you do and stylistically or genre-driven music doesn't really interest me. Yeah, well, and the interesting part of that is you've always been changing the musicians you've been working with from around the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's, um, I think it, um, yeah, I'm like a vampire. <laughs> I like to sort of draw new blood into the whole sort of vein of Juno Reactor. And, you know, sometimes in bands where it's like it was always set up as like a collaborative project. And like sometimes when you're in, in a band, you end up hating the person next to you. Mm-hmm. And I've done that a few times. And I thought, okay, what's well, the best way of dealing with it? And that's to make it a very fluid lineup. So when people sort of like go off the boil, you just bring in new people. Yeah. And um, and I was offered the U.S. tour of Moby, and the English guys and the German guy didn't really want to come because they didn't want to just play for half an hour, uh, opening up for Moby. And I said, look, it'd be great, but I'd just been producing a South African percussion band in South Africa, and they were brilliant to work with. So I rang them up and said, hey, do you fancy doing this? Let's. And they went, yeah, this is wicked, you know, get on a bus and do it for a month. And, and that helped. then that was my first big, big change that really sort of lit a light bulb in my head that said, hey, look, you don't have to play by the rules. You can just like, you know, yeah. when people are really into it and they want to be involved, work with them. Well, that's how you stay relevant for 25 years plus. Uh, and that sounds like it keeps, it keeps the blood going, right? It keeps it exciting. It definitely keeps it exciting. And now I've got like nine Russian, nine Russians in the band, as well as I think I've got a Slovenian singer, an Israeli singer, a German-Palestinian guitarist, a, um, a drummer from Germany who was in Susie and the Banshees. And although I've worked with some of them longer than others, it's really brought this whole new sort of approach that I've got, which is, 
I've always imagined it in my head as like a Las Vegas show for trance music. And that's what I thought, that was my vision of when I first met these performers in Russia. I thought, wow, I could really put on like a Vegas show in, you know, these strange festivals across Europe and show people something completely different. And the fact that we're coming to Las Vegas and doing a show in Caesar's Palace makes it really really quite amazing yeah and we're really excited to have you here because las vegas has kind of become one of the capitals of electronic music but what you bring is so much more than just that as you say uh you know i looked at some of this stuff uh you know there's a whole show there it's not just a matter of going and listening to this different kind of music there's a lot that goes on stage yeah i think even if you don't like electronic music or you think you don't like electronic music like a lot of EDM music really turns me off in a big way, you know, because it's just so manufactured and sort of scientifically put together. Yeah. Whereas this is very sort of organic music. And so even if you, like we did one sort of festival that the band before us was like an internationally well-known jazz band. And you can't get more removed from (laughs) us than that, apart from we also have many great players and singers. But even that audience hung about and was like, really getting into it because there is a show and musically we can back it up as well yeah and that's what excited me because i'm not a big fan even though it's such a big part of las vegas of basically edm and that kind of thing you know Mm. it's it's for a a different crowd but somebody said wait a minute these guys are coming out you got to see this and i looked at some of the stuff on youtube and yeah it's really hard to describe i mean (laughs) what you do is really different yeah it is different and i like the fact that it's it is so different and um, I'd like to carry on making it different. Personally, I'd like to have a residency in Las Vegas. That would be brilliant. Oh, we'd love to have that. That would be great. Well, I think if people come out and see this in August, uh, there might be a call for it. Because as with some of the new uh, theaters they're building there, it could be a perfect fit. I mean, you've, you've heard about some of these world-class theaters that are right now being built. Could be just what you bring there is. They're amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. And, and something like that, like I say, a residency in Las Vegas would be so good because you can really develop the show to the standards that are put on there, you know? And, yeah. that, you know, we come from a very raw, underground element of electronic music where it's not manufactured and it's not heavily financed. But what we do is we have amazing specialists like the Russians, like these costumes that have over 3,000 LED lights in and get controlled by Wi-Fi. It's, they're, they're so psychedelic, they're so visual, they're so artistic that yeah. we bring a whole new level of performance to, I think, yeah, the entertainment industry. Well, that's what I thought. You know, I was thinking, you know, how Cirque du Soleil really found itself in Las Vegas. And this is sort of that same thing where there's nothing else really like it out there. And, and people don't realize how much they've heard your stuff because you're all over games and movies and so forth, which uh, I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised to find out. Yeah, I mean, things like The Matrix was an amazing journey for me. And that really broadened my ability to look at the music again look at the music industry in another way because that was you know spending six months in LA working with the Wojcicki brothers um yeah it was eye-opening that's fantastic now the, this new show is also called it's Juno Reactor and the Mutant Theater which is the name of your uh, latest album that's out uh, exactly yeah so uh, was this one of those things? I mean, I know with you, your albums don't sound the same. Was this another one of those cases where we try something a little different? Well, I wanted it to really center, to really be a part of the show and written for the show. And it's um, in my head, it's been like a cross between the film Barbarella meets Pan's Labyrinth. Wow. So you've got the surrealism of something like Pan's Labyrinth and the sort of gritty fantasy reality and then you've got the kitsch sort of cartoon-like elements of things like Barbarella and so writing that it was easier to write a much more electronic score and incorporate things like my love of 70s disco um, which doesn't really usually come into trance music but um, yeah so I was able to explore many different things but very much electronically 
Well, we can't wait for this. This is on August 11th at Caesars Palace. And the fact that you're thinking residency already has us kind of excited. Uh, if people <laughs> want to get a, a get a pre-look at this, where can they go online to get this before so they can plan their trip out to Vegas? Uh, YouTube. YouTube's the best thing to check out all the visuals because lots of people have filmed it live and put it up on their own sites and... Or they can check out the latest video, which is called Let's Turn On, which we filmed in an old um, film studio in Moscow. And, uh, yeah, there's many visual things that you can find. Or, or look at the Juno Reactor Facebook page. There's loads of information there. You won't regret it. It's August 11th at Caesars Palace. You can get more information, too, from the folks right at Caesars or Vegas.com, all that stuff. Thanks a lot, Ben. Appreciate ch- chatting with you today. Nice speaking to you as well. In a few moments, the totally different Vegas experience, this one for adults only. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi on the BizTalk Radio Network. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Do you know anyone suffering from pain? Get pain-relieving thermoskin braces and 10 therapy at little to no cost with private and Medicare insurance. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. 800-256-1143. Use reference code NCR9715. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. Use reference code NCR9715. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, and, of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. It was a goal that I wanted to achieve from the very beginning. I'm a 40-year-old man that walked in there to get his high school diploma. I wasn't sure if I could do it. It was very hard for me, but the teachers, the counselors, they help you. One of the teachers was Miss Araceli. Miss Araceli, she gave me direction. Every single time I had a question, she'll put down whatever she's doing and she'll come over and she'll sit there with you until you get it. At age 47, with the help of his teacher, Marco finished his high school diploma. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. The other 50% is doing the work. Getting your high school diploma, it is a life-changing experience. It really is. It catapults you to where you want to go. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have 
every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Time now to visit a totally different Vegas experience, this one for adults only. When you come to Las Vegas, you know inherently there are some places that aren't for kids. You don't bring them into the bars, there's things going out on the street, you keep them away from... Well, there's one place that you need to keep the kids away from, but you will love. It's called uh, the Erotic Heritage Museum. Now, you all know Las Vegas has incredible museums, and really, this is one of them. And if you don't believe me, you need to go online and take a look. But with us right now is the PR, Marketing, and Events Coordinator for the Erotic Heritage Museum... Her name is Kelly Shabari. Hi, Kelly. How are you today? Hi. How are you doing? I am doing great. Let's tell them about this really incredible museum. As I say, it's an X-rated museum, but it's really also about education, isn't it? I mean, there's stuff that anything you're interested in, if it's got something to do with sex, is probably in the museum. Yeah. So the the big misunderstanding, I think, with a lot of people in our museum is that everybody thinks it's a poor museum, which there's plenty of you know, visual videos out there that talk about sexuality. And if some people consider that pornographic, then I guess that falls into that category. But we're more of a sexuality and erotic heritage museum rather than just straight porn. So for people to come in, you know, one of the first questions they ask is, what can we see when we get into the museum? And the easy answer is a little bit of everything. Um, There are other sex museums and erotic museums all over the world. We are part of a collection with other museums that are located in Europe, in Paris, Barcelona, and Amsterdam. And so because of that, we actually have a really large um, art and sculpture collection that goes back, you know, all the way to the B.C. period. And Las Vegas seems like exactly the right kind of place for that because it's probably a little freer than any other place in the United States. I mean, some of these things when we can talk about, you know, you have historical things like Darwin, but you've also got to look at the G-spot and presidential uh, sex scandals, which, of course, everybody's talking about now. Do you have people that come in and specifically look for certain things and hang in a particular exhibit more than others? Not necessarily. Um, I think different age groups come in and different, you know, just groups of people in general. Like if there's a bachelor party or a bachelorette party that comes in, then they obviously want to see something that's a little bit more modern than just art and sculpture. And we also have retirees and we have veterans and we have a lot of just people who are curious about sexuality in general come in and wander through the museum. We have a lot of couples that come through. Um, and some of them really enjoy the art and history and the sculptures and the evolution of sexuality mm-hmm. in the world. And some people just come and watch the celebrity sex tape. So there's a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah, you guys have real creativity there. I mean, some of these exhibits like Potential for Sex on Other Planets, uh, yeah. The World's Largest Sex Bike. Tell us about that one. I mean, that's just one of the weird examples of things that are there. Yeah, so, you know, some of the, the more fun museums around the world are the ones that have interactive exhibits. And so with that in mind, we have a couple of interactive exhibits. The Evolution of Sexuality exhibit that just opened a month or so ago has like a little archaeological type dig that you can participate in to find different things. Um, We do have the world's largest sex bike, which is a three-story sex bike, which you can't miss when you walk into the museum. It's the first thing right in the middle of the the building. And... uh, you can actually, it's a tandem bike, so you can actually have four people on it and operate it at the same time, and people will have to come and try the sex bike out to see what it does when you ride it. If they're thinking it's like a, a big adult sex store, or a bookstore, it's really not. No, in fact, uh, the strip club and the adult store happen to be located right next door to us, so we do have a lot of people who come in, because the signage is like in that same area, mm-hmm. and they, so they walk in thinking that it's a boutique, and we're like, no, that's next door. We do have that, too. But a lot of people do come back after visiting the store and go, now I want to walk through the museum. When you've also got a theater there, and uh, again, it's one of those things, if you go through Vegas.com or you go you know, on Yelp or anything, you will see people talking about, and uh, the current thing is the puppetry of the penis. So what is that, and what other things do you have at the theater? So our resident show, uh, 
actually, let me backtrack. We have two theaters actually inside our space. We have a large um, theater, which when we say large, it's still museum size, so it's 150 feet. Um, that is located on the lobby floor. And then up on the second floor, we have a smaller theater called the Paris, which seats about 50. And we tend to use those for things like workshops. But even if there is no workshop going on, we actually do run educational films in that space all day long. Um, in terms of our jewel box theater, which is the larger theater downstairs, we have, like you said, the Puppetry of the Penis, which is a long-running show. It's been uh, a sold-out show in Australia for over two decades. And it's literally just two guys. It's a comedic show, um, a different kind of nude male show than you would see like if you went to go see Magic Mike or Chippendale. It sort of reminds me a little of the feel that, you know, growing up in the San Francisco Bay Area, kind of San Francisco had like in the 1970s and so forth, where there was a lot of that stuff on the street. But again, this is something where not for children, but uh, even the slightly curious, it, you, you don't have to be embarrassed walking in here or anything like that, right? You don't need to wear a raincoat or any of that stuff. Not at all. We're not a peep show. We're not, you know, people aren't, we're not a brothel, although we do have a, a, an amazing chicken ranch uh, uh, exhibit that people can experience what it's like if they happen to be in the lobby of a brothel. Um, but in general, it it really is meant for, for adults because of the laws that we have in this country. Well, and I think that's a really cool idea about the brothels because nobody's going to drive out and it's just so people know there are no brothels in Las Vegas. But, you know, if you were willing to drive, you know, 45 minutes or so, you can get to one. But a lot of people don't want to go, but they are curious about what goes on. So what better way to find that out without actually having to drive out there and do something that you don't want to participate in, but you're still kind of curious. It's just one of those things. is, Is the museum sort of dedicated to kind of getting rid of all those questions. People seem to be so afraid to ask questions about it. Really, all this does is just answer questions. Yeah, um, a lot of the information that we provide in the museum does help with people who already have questions coming in. But, you know, the the best part is when they actually come back outside and ask us additional questions. Hey, what was this exhibit about? Hey, do you know have more from do you have more information about this piece of art or this artist or um Hey, or actually even better, sometimes we get people come and say, hey, I just saw this exhibit. Would you be, would that be something that you would, you would cover as a topic at our museum? Would, you know, so we're always very open to accepting input from, from our, our guests. You know, we talk a lot about Las Vegas as really a great spot for fine art. And if it involves eroticism or so forth, you have some really good art there, right? To show it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually have a, a, a really decent amount of parody art. So, um, pieces that you could you would recognize as art pieces in a larger, more kind of a modern art gallery, but we've done it with, or but there's been an artist who's done it with an erotic twist. Back with Kelly Shabari of the Erotic Heritage Museum in just a moment. But first, want to talk a little about our great sponsor, the Neon Museum in Las Vegas. Okay, first of all, it's a must stop. You can't miss it. It's a great attraction here in Las Vegas, a world-class museum. And they've got something going on that I want to talk about for a few minutes called Brilliant. It's a new show. It's a 360-degree audio-visual immersion experience that uses Dance technology to reanimate some monumental examples of the Neon Museum's iconic signs. It's all about the signs of Las Vegas and so forth. It's incredible to see. The music is great. The history is great. You don't want to miss it. It's the Neon Museum, and the show is called Brilliant. For more information, you got to go to their website. It's neonmuseum.org, just like it sounds. Tickets are $23.00. Well worth every penny, and it's 30 minutes Wednesday through Sunday, right at sunset. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Mangie on the BizTalk Radio Network. We can't go on together with suspicious minds. And we can build our dreams on suspicious minds. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? 
They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD-approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit homesafepmi.com or call HUD at 1-800-569-4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing. But in reality, this is stuff that on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background, but actually we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you can also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Hi, I'm Jet Williams. Even though I never knew my father, Hank Williams, his legacy taught me the meaning of lending a helping hand. That's why I support the Orphan Foundation of America. OFA is committed to providing education, mentoring, and a workplace readiness for thousands of teens aging out of the foster care system. With the help of OFA's support programs, these young people can go to college and trade school, graduate, and make the leap from foster care to success. To learn how you can help, visit Orphan.org. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. 
You are listening to Kelly Shibari, the Public Relations, Marketing, and Events Director over at the internationally acclaimed Erotic Heritage Museum. Now, what about for somebody that comes in and they want to have an event there? Because I could see how they could do that. Do you guys work with folks like that and try to give like even private tours and they can use one of the theaters, that kind of thing? Absolutely. So in addition to the Puppetry of the Penis show, which we do Thursday through Sunday, one show each evening, um, we'll, we actually just picked up a new resident show just for the summer, which is a variety show, kind of a circus side show meets variety comedic show called Freak Show. And we'll ha- we're having that uh, one Saturday each month in June, July, and August. But because of things like that, we actually do rent out the museum for you know, anything from receptions. We've had, um, just since January, we've had a, a libertarian political candidate do an art auction at our museum. We've mm. had, uh, obviously, Freak Show. We've had Puppetry of the Penis. We've had a, a handful of workshops and educational seminars by people who go in and lecture over at UNLV. And just in general, I mean, we have a chapel in our lobby that allows for clothing optional weddings for people who are interested in whether it's weddings or commitment ceremonies or something a little bit different. Mm. Um, and just in general, we do rent out the space for receptions and workshops, play parties. Uh, we do, it is a clothing optional place. So we do have, uh, clothing optional tours. We do a, a clothing optional yoga every Friday, uh, I'm sorry, every Thursday night at our museum. Um, so we actually have something interesting going on just about every day. You can go to the website and see the event list, and you'll see on, on one day where you'll have, like you say, freak show or a film festival, you know, a hump film festival. Yes. But then you turn around, there's a couple of things with doctors talking about, you know, serious lectures and so forth. It, it must be kind of fun to work there, I would imagine, for the folks there because, you know, you just never know what you guys are going to do next. It is. And not only that, but, we, you know, as the, the, the staff culture is actually great because we get to discuss sexuality and, um, and things like that, that, you know, especially right now with current news and, yeah. and have that as, as something that we discuss while at work. So it's actually kind of cool for that, too. Well, let's tell people, first of all, where, where you're located and what hours you're open. Sure. Uh, we're located at 3275 Sammy Davis Jr. Boulevard um, in Las Vegas, which is Ironically enough, right across the street from Trump Tower. For people who've lived in Las Vegas for a long time, I think Sammy Davis Jr. used to be called Industrial. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's recently changed over to Sammy Davis. So some people know it as Industrial, some people know it as Sammy Davis Jr. Um, but we're right by the train tracks. We're a 24,000 square foot two-story museum. You can't miss us if you're in the area. And we're right next door to Deja Vu. Yeah, and it's a pretty easy walk, isn't it, from the Strip, as I recall? Absolutely. Yeah, if you kind of cut down through Fashion Square... Um, or Fashion Show Mall, you'll reach us. And let's talk about the website, too. Uh, what's the website? It's eroticmuseumvegas.com. And we're o- we open at 11 o'clock in the morning every day, uh, seven days a week. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we close at 7. And the rest of the week, because of that puppetry of the penis show, we close at 10. And Kelly... Well, kind of as a last point, I want to talk a little about you because you have a really interesting background and so forth and, you know, a, a true <laughs> pro PR marketing. But, you know, you've, you've worked in the business before that. Again, it's just kind of like the same place. There's all these different sides to you. Was this kind of a natural uh, change uh, as your career went on uh, to kind of go into something like this and work in this field? You know, I got to tell you, I think this is it, I couldn't have found a job with a better fit. You know, I have a background as a production designer as a roadie, so I have background in behind the scenes. I also have a background in PR and marketing, and then I also have this, you know, kind of ongoing relationship with the porn industry where I've done some performing and directing. So for me, having all that culminate in a marketing position at a erotic museum, I, I couldn't have asked for a better fit. And it's actually some, some, a place that I have taken my mom. Right. About 10 years ago when the museum first opened. So it's, it's kind of this full circle thing where I now get to work at this place that my mom really liked. Yeah, it, it's kind of neat. And, and I got to say, too, you have a great personality for this type of thing. And, you know, people have this image of, of people working in the industry that are a certain way or something. You'll, you'll, you'll change that. You know, you're, having a, you're having a lot of fun and uh, very good to work with. So I think people will enjoy uh, – and all the folks you have down there, again, I think it's just a matter of for people to remember that, uh, you know, if this is going to, you know, if you hate the thought of this, don't go. But <laughs> if you got an open mind and, you know, it's something you're curious, again, nothing to be ashamed of. You're probably going to have a good time. 
You know, we, we have conservatives, we have liberals, we have all sorts of people that come through. Some people come through and they like certain exhibits. Some people come through and go, well, you know, the political stuff was a little too uh, on the nose for me, right? Yeah. But because the exhibits, there are so many different kinds of exhibits, I think that people with any sort of political affiliation or, um, you know, religious leanings, I think they'll still get something out of coming to the museum. Yeah, I agree, and it's just another great museum, just like the Mob Museum, Neon Museum, all the great museums, it's just another great place to visit. Thanks so much, Kelly. Hope to have you on again. Absolutely. You ever read the book Portnoy's Complaint? Well, there's a Portnoy in Las Vegas, and you won't have any complaints there. Some incredible artwork from the world of sports, entertainment, you name it, he can do it. Neil, what will people see when they visit the gallery? Well, the, the first word they're going to say, like everyone else, when they walk into the gallery is, wow. Um, I work with Magic Marcus. Look, people, if you smell those things for 10 minutes, you'll be just like me. Very, very unique and different. I don't paint. You put a paintbrush in my hand, I'm useless. But I, in the 45 years I've been doing this nationwide, I've illustrated some of the nation's top athletes, entertainers. I've done pet portraits, limited edition collectibles, raised money for uh, national charities through the sale of my commemorative lithograph program. Listen, you're going to come here expecting to be here 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to kick you out two and a half hours later. Well, in the meantime, then, if people want to see it before they come out here, where are you on the web? Uh, www.idrawpeople, I-D-R-A-W, people.com. Uh, you can go to Portnoy Gallery. You can go to Facebook, which has Portnoy Gallery, Neil, N-E-A-L. My mother could never decide which came first, the E or the I. Neil Portnoy, uh, Portnoy Gallery, Instagram, at Neil Portnoy on Twitter. Listen, I'm all over the place, which is probably in Vegas a very good thing. And it's well worth your time. Thanks, Neil. One of the great acts in Vegas is the Shinta family in downtown Las Vegas. This very popular local group suffered a big loss as one of the members of the family died, but they have continued on and are doing quite well. I caught up with the patriarch of the family, Frankie Shinta, at a recent award show. I'm talking to one of our favorite entertainers in town, Frankie Shinta, and the, the great Shinta family. How are things going now? It's been a big change from the last time we talked. Uh, since then, you've lost your brother, but you guys have, as you say, have gone on. How are things going right now? You know, I got an incredible orchestra, small orchestra, but it's an orchestra. And I got uh, my drummer, who's been there, never missed a beat. My whole band took on little responsibilities, like the little one-liners, you know. They, they knew where to jump in, knew where to stay out. And the show is more me, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But you know what? I live to perform. And everybody that's ever seen the show knows that guy lives to perform. And that's what I do. And I never stopped. The night Joe passed, I got on stage wow, wow. and said, we're going to do a show, come hell or high water. And we did. And we're very blessed. The people are coming. The outpouring of love has been amazing. And we're still performing in Vegas. And I don't change on, I don't, I, I don't intend on changing anything. Well, no, you know, and I think people have come to me and said, what's a great Vegas-type show, one of those old-fashioned shows? And I have sent them to your show, and everybody comes back and says, it just was so much fun. And they all tell me, it looks like you guys are all having fun up there, too. You know what? If you don't, if it's contrived, it's all over. If they know you're having fun, they got to have fun. And it's like laughter. It's contagious. And we're very blessed, man. I really am. For being nobody, you know, nobody in the international eye, uh, our fans are loyal, keep coming to see us. And we got a great crowd every night in Vegas or no matter where we travel. Blessed is what we are. That's great. Well, just kind of run through and tell people what they're going to see. Because it's not, you know, it's not just one guy up singing or one guy doing comedy. There's a whole, it's a, it's a real variety show. You know, people have said, you know what, you're a consummate showman. Uh, and I, what does that mean? Well, it's comedy, it's music, it's impressions. I play a lot of instruments. My band is involved. The audience is involved. You know, everything from George Burns to Bruno Mars and little Don Rickles, you know what I mean? Not an impression, but I break oranges the way he did. And I've always got away with it because people know it comes from my heart. Back with Frankie Shinta in a moment. 
I'm excited to welcome a new sponsor to Vegas Never Sleeps, the wonderful Orleans Hotel, conveniently located near the Strip, airport, and right next to the new home of the Las Vegas Raiders. You can get it all, great lodging, great food and entertainment at the Orleans Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Back with Frankie Shinta in a moment, you are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. Far away from you, no words can tell how sad it makes me, kiss me tootsie and then I come on and do it over again. Watch for the mail, hey I'll never fail, if you don't get a letter then you know I'm in jail. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Do you know anyone suffering from pain? Get pain-relieving thermoskin braces and TENS therapy at little to no cost with private and Medicare insurance. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. 800-256-1143. Use reference code NCR9715. Qualify in minutes with free, convenient home delivery. Call 800-256-1143 right now. Use reference code NCR9715. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within... Um. C. Look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D. Show empathy. Mom, you really don't have Ta-da! to. Ta da! Twinsies! <laughs> I kinda love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was going to do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. Just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Today we decided to walk to school. The light counted. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Street. Danny's smart, but he gets distracted. I realized he forgot his homework. I hope, I hope I don't have another bad day at school. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Of course my kid's in the right car seat. 
Well, I think he is. Yeah, my kid's in a booster seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right? Her car seat looks like the right size. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing? I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat, or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You're listening to Frankie Shinta of the Shinta family, a well-known local act that's been drawing sellout crowds for years. You know, I grew up in the hood back in Buffalo, New York, so I knew everybody, you know, whether they were white or black or Hispanic or Muslim or Christian or Jewish, I loved everybody. You know, being a Sicilian, you want everybody to be your friend, or they're all your enemy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, going back to Buffalo, too, you've known some success, but of course, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you also know some pain. Oh, God. You know, since Jim Kelly left, it was never the same team. But you know what? They are, they're like America's team. They're red, white, and blue. They're the blue-collar team of the United States. Well, kind of Cleveland is, too. So you always root for the underdog. And I believe the Bills will have their day in the sunshine again. There's another Jim Kelly out there somewhere, another Andre Reid, another Daryl Taylor, all those greats that made us go to four Super Bowls. So God willing, uh, I'm still a Bills fan, but I do have to say, as much as I love my Buffalo Sabres, I am a Vegas Knights fan all the way. Yeah, it just, it's been a great fit in this town, hasn't it? <laughs> Who knew in one year? I mean, there, sports history, not just hockey history, where an expansion team goes to the big game. and yeah, You're, you're going to go on the road for the summer, first time in a long time, and then when, you, when are you going to be back in Vegas and where are you going to be when they want to see you? Well, we're going to reappear. We're, we're scheduled to reappear at the plaza in September or October, as soon as I get back. Um, but there are a couple other things on the table that I can't, talk about because i've been sworn to secrecy like frankie pentangeli and the godfather but <laughs> but i i uh we are going to reappear in september i hope it's the plaza if not uh the public will definitely know where we're going and every move i make i try to take a step up the ladder no matter what it is whether it's back at the plaza with a totally different show and same stuff but you know uh different arrangements different everything more comedy, more music, but um, I love Vegas, man. And, you know, fishermen go to the ocean, entertainers go to Vegas. Here I am. It's a great Vegas act. promise you'll keep us in touch so we can tell people exactly where to go see you. I give you my word. How's that? Everybody loves somebody sometimes. Everybody falls in love somehow. Time now for Brett Maley of Art Encounter and Pawn Stars and the Vegas Art Minute. Are there a lot of surprises? In other words, maybe in somebody's home somewhere around the world, there's an incredible piece of art that could be worth millions and millions of dollars that maybe people don't even realize. I mean, do you find that happens on a somewhat regular basis? It happens very regularly. As a matter of fact, there was just a story about a uh, an old master work that had, I believe it was a museum in Idaho that they had been it had been donated to them and it needed some restoration and they weren't able to do the restoration right at that time, so they ended up putting it in the closet, and they literally forgot about it for a hundred years. And finally, they're going through this closet and they're pulling things out and they're like, "What's this?" And there's this this masterpiece that I believe they said could be worth as much as sixteen million dollars. And that's, that's the thing, again, going back to the history part, a lot of paintings and a lot of the history of the paintings is lost to time. So 
you know, works that are in, you know, private collections, you know, those, you know, they can be forgotten. And I get a lot of people coming in with works that they inherited from their parents, their grandparents, their great grandparents, and they're desirable works and they're valuable works. And it's my job to trace that history and, uh, you know, determine that value. You can ask Brett Maley what your art is worth when you go visit the family gallery. Go to artencounter.com for all the information. Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Scott and I chatted about a new form of transportation in downtown Las Vegas. Self-driving vehicles, they're actually, you can go to downtown Las Vegas and get on one of these, right? Now, what is it? And more importantly, how's it, do people like it or are they afraid of it? Well, there is a mix of reactions, obviously. People are apprehensive. It didn't help. Uh, This is an autonomous vehicle. It is self-driving. There is an attendant on board, I should say that first. It only goes kind of in a circle of about four blocks, so it's not going across town. It really is a pilot program. The, The reaction is mixed because the very first day this thing was operating, a truck backed out of an alley and bumped into the into the autonomous vehicle. So that made international headlines. I talked to the gentleman who uh, was in charge of their public relations, and he was not having a great day because it looked like, oh, a self-driving vehicle crashed its first day, but really it was human error. Uh, the vehicle did what it was supposed to do, but the, the human driver actually kept moving uh, and, and bumped into this thing. But anyway, I think it's kind of a quirky thing. I think it's cool that it's downtown. It's very, it's kind of in this concentrated area. I've ridden it. I've stepped in front of it. The first time I stepped in front of it, it didn't stop. The uh, other times it has, uh, and I kind of followed the thing around. It's kind of a, uh, it's a sophisticated technology because it's doing a lot of calculations all at once. And there's a lot of equipment that has to go on nearby buildings, which I didn't even know about, but it's, it's kind of, it's uh, very sophisticated, obviously. I don't think it's gonna take the place of any cab drivers or you know, ride share drivers at the moment, but it's a fun kind of potential uh, advance. Downtown needs the attention. And I, I would get on it in a second again, and it, it only goes 15 miles an hour, so how much damage can you do? Well, it sounds a little like, you know, we always call Las Vegas an adult Disneyland. That sounds like the world of tomorrow, you know, it's like something in tomorrow. And because this really is cutting-edge technology, eventually, I guess we're going to see these all over. I think that in time, we will. I don't think it's as close as those manufacturers would like to think it is, but I think it's it's out there because when you when you have vehicles talking to each other, the human you know humans cause accident. Ninety percent of accidents are just like dumb drivers. So you take the dumb drivers out of it, and now you, now you've got yes, there will occasionally be an accident, but I think. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be fun for a while, and then I think once it's uh, kind of takes over, that's. I, I don't think anybody thinks fifty years from now it's gonna be people driving cars. I I hope not, because there are a lot of bad drivers in Vegas, especially. Make sure to check out Scott's blog, VitalVegas.com, every day for updates on the ever-changing news of Las Vegas. Well, thanks for joining us. Next week, you'll meet Scott Deach, who will tell you how you can join him on a trip to Havana, Cuba, sponsored by the Mob Museum. Have a great week. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.